Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let's talk real estate. I've often said that if without real estate, what would we talk about at Vancouver dinner parties? And it's a very interesting time uh, in the Lower Mainland, of course, with significant amount of um, uh, interest rate hikes by the Bank of Canada. Uh, and I do believe the bank will be looking at those rates once again in September for a potential increase. No one knows if it will come, of course. But of course, the challenge is already there for a lot of homeowners in regards to paying that mortgage. Uh, in, in today's report from the BC Real Estate Association says the Greater Vancouver will continue to be the most expensive market in the province in 2024 with an average resale value of 1.3 million dollars. Now, one of the things, of course, that we'll be looking at is whether or not sales volume will increase or is this just based on uh, low um, low amount of uh, houses available for sale and what will that mean for pricing? Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about the fall housing market is Sarah Daniels. He's a real estate agent in South Surrey, an author and a broadcaster as well. Sarah, welcome. Hey there, how are you? I'm doing very well and uh, want to chat with you today because of the new numbers from the BC Real Estate uh, Association. Um, your thoughts, uh, first and foremost, what are you seeing out in the burbs in regards to uh, just volume, in regards to sales price? What's it looking like to, for you? Well, you know, I work all through the Fraser Valley and I also, I've worked in areas like Maple Ridge, etc. And I find that the farther that you get from the downtown core, mm-hmm. um, the sooner you feel the effects of interest rates. Because you're, where the prices, um, you know, the farther you get away from downtown Vancouver, the prices tend to drop. Um, you know, as for a detached home in Vancouver, for instance, is going to be more expensive than a, a detached home in Langley. It's just the way it works. And, and in the same sort of way, you see the a reaction to interest rates uh, change at the same time. So, for instance, I had a listing in Maple Ridge that um, was a beautiful townhouse that we listed at the beginning of June. And we were marketing it to hold for offers. And unfortunately, the day after we listed, uh, there was that June interest hike that people were not necessarily expecting. Mm-hmm. And it really cast a shadow on the market because a lot of this is psychological. The interesting thing is, is it scared people off. But if you were actively looking, you should have had a rate hold for at least a couple of months. And so that rate hike should not be affecting you. But people, you know, we, we watch the news and, and granted, this is the, the, how the news cycle works. You get, a, you get a minute or two of a headline and people hear something mm-hmm. and that's what locks in their brain and they get frightened. I mean, I understand that because right now we are looking at pretty much historically high interest rates for the last 20 years. But if you're purchasing and you need to sell right now, I mean, as long as you're doing it in the same market, like that you're not selling right now and then you're thinking I'm going to wait two years to buy because you have this mythical crystal ball where you think prices are going to drop, that's where people run into problems. Mm-hmm. It's over It's over trying to, uh, you know, outplay the market. It's like trying to be, you know, a stock investor when you don't have any idea how the stock market works. Now, the Bank of Canada has hiked interest rates uh, 10 times since March of yeah. 2022. Uh, obviously, as you say, that can have an impact on people, not just in regards to their pocketbook, but, but, mm-hmm. but uh, when it comes to psychology as well. Uh, what is behind the lack of supply in your mind? Is 
it's the same thing. Look, we're going to wait until this magical, the interest rates go down, which means there may be more people fighting for, for these properties, which means higher prices. I and mean, what's happening there? It's hard. You know, it's, it's, it's a discussion that I have with clients all the time. They'll say like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wait for the market to recover because, you know, I'm going to get more money for my property when I sell it. And that could be true. You very well could get more money because when uh, when the interest rates drop, you know, people are, are qualified for more. It puts a little bit more pressure on the market. It also pushes some of those prices up. The, the difference is that if you're even if you're downsizing or upsizing, it's not what you're selling for or what you're purchasing for. It's the spread. So, you know, if you're you're waiting, like, for instance, for the uh, property that you're interested in or, or that you're planning on selling, and you're waiting for that $1.5 million. Say you've got uh, a house uh, in the Abbotsford area, and you're holding on for that $1.85 million uh, price. The, the townhouse that you were planning to downsize is going to see a lot more competition, perhaps. You're going to see that price probably come up faster than you will that detached house. And so, the, the you know, yeah, you're waiting for that maybe extra $50,000 for that sale at 1.5. Meanwhile, the property that you were interest, interested in purchasing has gone up 80. So you're not doing yourself a service. You have to sort of look at what the market is doing in the price point that you're selling at and the price point that you're purchasing at. And, and go from there. Because at the end of the day, you're, the idea is that you're purchasing something that you're going to be able to stay in for five years. If you're just making a purchase for a, a couple of years, you're, you probably need to sort of rethink your strategy and maybe stay out of the market a little bit longer and, until you're in a position to buy something that's going to be right longer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the things we've been talking about is the fact that the government you know, has to make sure there's more supply in the market in regards to yeah. the broader issue of, of housing affordability. What I find interesting is the federal government, um, when they were directly involved in non-market housing especially, uh, they peaked in building housing in this country in the early uh, 1970s. So that's how, how far back uh, it's been. Wow. And, and yeah. since, you know, the fight against the deficit in the 1990s against, uh, with uh, Prime Ministers Kretsch and Martin, they really got out of the housing, housing business. Uh, yeah. And so we've been sort of building towards this housing crisis that we now have in regards mm-hmm. to supply. From what you see, I mean, can government have that much of an impact in regards to leading to more supply being built, and, and especially in a, in, a, in a very quick manner? Well, we are very much a NIMBY society. Nobody wants it in their backyard. So, you know, if you've lived on the west side of Vancouver all your life, you know, and, and there's proposals for multifamily complexes that are going to be on your block, people get upset about that. But we have to realize that the world is changing. You can't live in your little bubble of the 1970s or 1980s anymore. And things are going to change. And it really does, in my opinion, take all levels of government. People like to blame the feds. They like to blame the provincial uh, government and the municipalities for all sorts of different things. But it's going to take multi-levels here. You need to, to look at zoning municipal, municipality-wise mm-hmm. and the ease and ability to get permits. Um, from the provincial side, maybe tax breaks, etc. And same with the feds, maybe uh, purchasing land. Um, you know, part of the problem right now is, that, you know, that the sad irony is builders build when the interest rates are low. The projects are being put on hold right now. Some projects are being cancelled because of the higher interest rates and because buyers are on the sidelines. So, in fact, this, this surge in interest rates, which is to quell inflation and has been pretty successful at that, and I understand the logic behind it, has actually put a break on development. And, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You, there's some good that comes out of these things and some bad. Mm-hmm. We have to start looking at um, building properties that are specifically rental targeted. And in order to do that, 
you know, developers not going to make any money on that. And, and you know, that that's fine. Lots of people don't like developers. But if they're not making a profit, they're not going to build it. So that means that the feds, the provinces and the municipalities need to shake their heads, get together, work together. A 10-year plan, not based on, you know, ideology and all the rest of it, but all working together on how we are going to make housing more realistic for the next the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final question to you, and I know some people are struggling, and, and I do have a tremendous yeah. amount of sympathy for them, especially if they had a variable rate mortgage and, and they're struggling yeah. under the weight of this, a lot of young families especially. Uh, but having said that, there seems to me, and as a layperson, there's some resilience at the very least, yeah. uh, balance in the market right now. And perhaps yeah. this is not a, necessarily a bad thing. I don't want to see you know, interest rate increases continue, and hopefully this may be the last one, the, this one in June that we just saw. But in the grand scheme of things, do you think this has actually brought some balance into the market, some calmness, uh, even, even though it may be temporary? I don't know. But do you think that there's a positive to it? There, it's, there have been some positive. I mean, and the last hike, actually, there was the, the last one was actually in July, which kind of really took everybody off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, right now, if you're looking to purchase, you know, the the I mean, talk to a talk to a, a, a actual mortgage broker who represents a lot of different uh, um, uh, lenders and can give you all sorts of great advice. But they're they will say to you, you know, don't lock in for a five year fixed. Um, get a short term mortgage, even at that higher rate, because you know what we're what we are all looking forward to, and even the most conservative people are are saying is that by into 2024 we're going to start to see those rates come down we're going to see some like you know easing uh, for people which is good news i mean so there is positive news in that sense but like i said when you see the interest rates drop down you're going to see the prices start to come back up so you can buy now and then renegotiate your your mortgage in a year or two and you're probably buying at a pretty good number right now or you can wait for those interest rates to come down and the competition to be back on. Mm-hmm. It really is you have to look at your needs and you and you need to speak to your realtor and have a long talk about the area that you're focused in and what you're looking for and what the prices are doing in that area and not look at the big overview. Because when we talk about real estate in the Fraser Valley, what happens out towards um, Abbotsford, Aldergrove is completely different than what happens in central Surrey. So you have to you have to actually know the neighborhood that you're talking about and, and go from there. Yeah. Sarah, thank you. You're more than welcome, my friend.